Martine, and I run the Listening Dolls, which is a little organization that started in Westwood about the young musicians in our community because there are so many talented ones doing so many interesting things. Um, and it's about them and the music history that inspires them. Um, and it's also about just art in our community, be that writing, visual, anything. Um, I kind of like to think of it as like a journal of Westwood. Um, and we put on a monthly show with our monthly issue releases. And yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about when you started? What was there like a specific event or a specific concert that you attended or art that you interacted with that made you want to be like, OK, like I'm starting it now? Um, It's kind of like a whole culmination of my teenage years leading up to it, I think. I mean, I started it in my last year of being a teenager. Um, and like in high school, when I was a freshman, my friends did these things called art parties, where your ticket in was a piece of art, whether that be visual, performing a song. Like a lot of us were theater kids, so people would do like monologues and scenes. Um, people show films, all sorts of stuff. Um, and my friend was very adamant that you had to contribute or else you couldn't be there. And at first, I actually didn't contribute at my first art party. I didn't even play a song. Um, and I just thought that was a really cool thing. And then they all graduated. And when I was a junior, I went to like a summer program where they're like the most talented artists I've ever met. And they were like, we should do something when we get home, but like make it about art because that's why we're together. And I was like, let me tell you about some art parties. Yeah. Um, so we did that, but on this like larger, more intimate and intense scale. Um, and those were really inspiring to me. And it was like maybe like 30 people would come, but it was not like anything I'd been to any normal high school party. Because um, I mean, obviously, like we did what people do at a high school party, but like it, it was really important to everyone to like express themselves. And I really loved how that felt. And I missed that a lot in my first year of college. Um, because I wasn't doing that and that was something that I wanted to do was make art parties and stuff like that I just didn't have the space because as a freshman you're living in the dorms you don't really have a lot of freedom to make your mark I think um, and actually like to me the biggest inspiration I think is the first house show I went to at UCLA that I'll never forget it was in this little lot and it was free and it was a UCLA radio um, Halloween show and I walked in and Remy and Dakota were singing Ring of Fire together and I didn't really know them and I could barely see them and they were like so fun and I was like oh my god I'm at a house show in college and they're playing Ring of Fire yeah and everyone's feeling it <laughs> I was like what and then I saw Flamingo Bay for the first time and Dash actually ended up being my roommate last year so it was really funny because um, his band was like they played Kyoto and I, and I remember they had a real trumpet at a house show and I was like what is happening um, and they played like Ghostbusters theme song they did Scooby Doo because they were all dressed in Scooby Doo costumes and it was so fun to me it, and like that was like back like before I think Westwood house shows became a little bit of like a bigger thing and so mm -hmm. they were they were a lot smaller scale but they were they had this really fun energy 
Um, and I was really inspired by that. And we would go to every house show we possibly could our freshman year. And I was like in, in class, started being in classes with the people and getting to know them. Mm-hmm. And that was all really cool to me. And I, would, and I felt really lost when I started sophomore year. I just didn't really know where my place was in the music community here, but I felt really passionate about it. And I actually applied to UCLA Radio yeah. and didn't get in. I'm sure a lot of people listening will resonate. <laughs> I think a lot of people will. Yeah. Um, I didn't get into. Yeah. Uh, but, and that was a little discouraging. And I was like, well, I really need to do something. I need to funnel mm-hmm. my creative energy into something. And my ex-boyfriend in high school made zines and, like, taught me what they were. And his were about, like, the randomest stuff. He's so embarrassed that I have them. <laughs> um, but I was always like, I need to make a zine. But I never could sit down and do it because I like didn't wasn't passionate enough about anything or knew what to write about but I've always been super passionate about like uh, music journalism and art and everything so I just had this like moment last October where I was like my friends were all starting old growth they'd played the farmer's market show things were moving things felt like they were changing in Westwood and I really wanted to document how awesome that was because my idea is that like we have all these artists that we wish we could go back into their college Mm -hmm. years and see those like like the very underground things that they were doing and like hear what they were like back then but you can't Mm -hmm. and I want that because I know that these artists are going to become those artists for someone one day yeah people are going to be so happy that this exists so that's it was just kind of a culmination of all of that and like I I didn't have the ideas for the show actually it was mm-hmm. um, my friend Willie through my friend Ezra. Uh, I had wanted to start the zine thinking we'd sell like 10 a month. And Ezra, who's like the sweetest person ever at a party, came up to me and was like, I want to be on the team. And I was like, huh? <laughs> um, I just like surprised. And I was yeah. like, because he, he's like an amazing rapper, drummer. Um, we never really like done talked about like visual art and stuff together. And he was like, I was like, what do you think you're going to do? He's like, I don't know, but like you need people to help you. And like, mm-hmm. I want this to happen. And that is such a moment for me. And that was like the thing that made me want to start the zine was that conversation with him. Because mm-hmm. it, it occurred to me that other people would care about it. 100%. And like, I did not expect as many people who are enjoying the zine to care about it. But it, for my friends to like have that moment and really support me was a lot. And he and Willie had the idea they were like what if you just wanted to get a shit ton out there like print a ton and give everyone one for when you go to the show and at first I was a little hesitant I was like I don't know like will it lose meaning and I didn't but then instead like I was worried it was going to lose meaning and instead I feel like it took on this whole meaning mm-hmm. sorry that was like a whole long no spiel. it's okay that was perfect I think that yeah no that was really thorough and you said a lot of things that you know I can relate to because we're both in the same year and so our freshman year, you know, still odd. Still everything was online. It felt like nothing was really going on in Westwood. Yeah. And then even our second year, there were, or winter quarter and spring quarter of our first year was super odd because we were still missing school. Like they delayed our return. And so it was just like everything felt really weird. And I feel like last year I was definitely able to see that shift in the Westwood music scene. And I think that it was very much primarily spearheaded by y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's so funny that you say the Westwood music scene because when I started the zine, Mm -hmm. um, 
and I started it with my friend Raina, who is, like, mm-hmm. she was the one that, like, took hold of, like, all the art and, like, just really, like, put it forward and made it this, like, not just, like, your s- scrap paper zine, but, like, an art magazine. And mm-hmm. that's what she, that was her. Like, she is mm-hmm. unbelievable. And she did the art for old growth. Like, she's crazy. Um, but we, like, I don't know, like, we... Where am I going with this? What was, what was your question? What did you say? Sort of that, like... Oh, what, what we would... People would ask us, like, yeah. what is your zine about? And I would say, I was like, the Westwood music scene. Yeah. And I remember Julian being like, nobody knows what you're saying. Like, nobody <laughs> knows what you're talking about. Like, there is no Westwood yeah. music scene. And I was like, but there's gonna be yeah. one. Like, it's gotta happen. And so, like, Raina and I were, like, really passionate about that. And we're like... Because the two of us... Like, she plays in bands Mm -hmm. um so she was someone i actually used to go see at shows um and we connected because of collaborating on the zine and it we just like i think had such a close connection to everyone that that like forced us to like really have an understanding of what the westwood music scene could look like and like Mm -hmm. how we could like kind of like just record it that's kind of what we're looking to do is record what's happening yeah i think that it's yeah, it was just a very pivotal time because for me, it turned from like my freshman year, not really seeing anything and, like most of the events just being like, you know, frat parties or the occasional. Um, I've never <laughs> been to a frat party. Yeah. The only times I've been there is when music has ho- been hosted. At yes, the frat parties. I've only been I've hosted at frats. Yeah. I've never been to a frat party. <laughs> There's, I don't know. <laughs> I think Actually. It's so scary. I might have, I might have, I really wanted to see what it was like this year, so I mm-hmm. made Miguel bring me to blackout at Taxi, taxi? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was there for 15 minutes, so I don't know yeah. if that really counts. <laughs> yeah, no. He, we came in, and, and, and my friend was like, right, you don't like it, and I was like, but I had to see it. Yeah, it's it's so different, but I feel like Honestly, last November. I think it's really interesting that there are all of these different circles of social life in mm-hmm. Westwood because I mean that's been such a pivotal part of most college lives and that's mm-hmm. totally okay like that's what people 100%. like to do um but there's never really been a scene for the people who don't necessarily want to go to those intense parties where they're loud and um there are lots of people and just different things going on mm-hmm. um and I think that, that was kind of lacking, and I think it's really cool to have seen all these organizations that have given a people places to have a platform to create things like that, but b to also just go to stuff like that. That's- yeah, it's been super fun, and I think that um, last November sort of marked that turning point for me. Like, I mean, Cherry popped through a house show, Listening Doll started throwing, and then there was also you started seeing other organizations like Tuned In, Spell, um, to start forming you know, also their audience. So it was really cool to see so many musicians that are turned out to just be classmates. And then you go to one of these places and you're like, they can shred an electric guitar or like, wow, they're really fucking talented at the saxophone, you know? So it's just like, well, that is my favorite thing is like, yeah, I just feel like I've made so many friends just because, like, I, like, and it's, like, given me a reason to talk to people mm-hmm. who I, like, have always admired their music because now I, like, I'm, like, 
can you please play a show? Yeah. You're so cool. I love you. Yeah. Um, so I think that's been, like, my favorite part of it is yeah. just, like, meeting so many awesome creative people that I didn't know about. I bet. And I feel like The Listening Dolls, do- Dolls does that really well in that there's on a, not only outlets for people who play instruments and want to play at the shows, but also for creative writers, you know, you have you hold submissions and then you also hold like art submissions, which I find really cool. Um, and then I also admire how inclusive it is in the sense that some other organizations on campus tend to be <laughs> like you mentioned UCLA radio, but not to pinpoint them, but you know other organizations on I campus. I love radio by the way. <laughs> yeah, do, no I same. Really like I love radio and I love what they do. Um there's some organizations are just like harder to get into or like you want a creative outlet, so I admire that with the listening dolls. Yeah, cuz I mean yeah. it's hard to cuz like we're not like an official organization. So organizations like at through school, like they mm-hmm. have different things they have to like work around and do and they have like official jobs cuz they're like a, an official club. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's a really cool thing. Um, but I'm also just really happy to, like, have a thing that doesn't feel attached to anything and has just, like, the ability to be what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've had applications for people, but um, it's also just been, like, I meet people who are like, hey, I'm super interested in the zine. I, like, make art or I write. I, if you're ever looking for anyone, um, if you're ever holding applications, then I'll just be like, um, I'll be like, no, no, just like talk to me, like yeah. send me your stuff. Like if you're interested, like we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, and I, cause I, I want it to just like feel like one of those like things that can grow and mm-hmm. just breathe, I guess. Definitely. And speaking of growing, I also noticed that difference in that when you made it, you not only were throwing here, but over the summer you were able to host um, a show in San Francisco. So I was, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so San Francisco is home to me. I grew up in the Haight-Ashbury, which if people don't know what, what neighborhood that is, it was where the 60s psychedelic music movement happened, Summer of Love. Um, I mean, like Jimi Hendrix was doing free shows in the Panhandle and Golden Gate Park and the Grateful Dead, Janis Joplin, like that was all happening around there. Um, and it is still very prevalent growing up there 40 years later. Uh, it, I lived like a block up from the hate and there are all these stores just like full of music history. We had Amoeba, um, everything. And there are all these museums that would do things. And I, I live next to the park where all of it happened. And that I have to say is I like would not be me without having grown up with that experience, um, and be inspired to do the things I am without that. So coming home, I really wanted to still be able to keep the zine moving and be bringing things out. Um, And I had a friend from home, from high school, who hit me up and was like, hey, I think I'm planning a show this summer. And it initially started with her asking me to play. And I was like, oh yeah, super down. I have this organization also, like, I think we're gonna try to make something happen in San Francisco if you're interested in like talking, we'll figure that out. Um, And then it just kinda like, she was like, wait, would you just want to throw, like, a huge show? And I was like, I think I would, actually. Um, And so we just started talking and getting on the phone and having these calls about what it would look like and just talking about bands that we knew. And, of course, 
for me being from the Bay and most of them being from the Bay, I talked about Old Growth and thought that would be sick because I think they're a huge representative band for us of like um, the sound we like to go for as well as just the Westwood vibe, you know? They're mm-hmm. the, one of the quintessential Westwood bands. Um, and I was really eager to get them into that. And then her, she had a band and I also really wanted Garden Party because a lot of them are from the Bay and I, our agreement was basically like to each offer two bands and she offered this really cool band um, from Oakland called The Flannels who Old Growth had always been wanting to work on so it was all kind of just like coming oh, together yeah. and so she and I like just started like making bios reaching out to venues and it was a, I think that was the first time I'd ever made a zine in less than a week that was like a really short short zine um and I basically was really just wanting it to like be a representation of San Francisco and everything that's happening um in Sa- okay I have to start over because I just got so distracted um but yeah we basically just started talking to venues we had a really like big kind of dream venue <laughs> that I, we were really hyped on unfortunately we didn't have enough experience or much to go off of to do it, but um, we got this really cool venue, took a chance on us, that they had played a show at, and I was, we just really wanted to, like, show them that, like, we could do it, because they kind of seemed a little hesitant, because, like, we really don't have much out about either the bands or us, or there wasn't any music out, anything, um, and so they were really just, like, t- they even double booked the night in case we, like, fucked up. <laughs> and like had another event for right after um but we were I was just super inspired I like was going around San Francisco like every day to like get art and different ideas and I had like friends from high school and like my whole family friends groups have basically all collaborated to those issues I like texted all these artists from like growing up that I love and was like please contribute so it's like a huge culmination of Bay Area artists um which was really fun for me and it, the art for a lot of Bay Area people is inspired by what the Bay looks like in San Francisco. So to see like my favorite place in the world in our zine was really cool. Um, and I think those two are definitely like, gonna be like my favorite zines because there's nothing I know more about, I think, than San Francisco. Yeah, it was awesome. And I have to say that the art for that zine was one of my favorites. It was just awesome. And then- Cora killed it with the the, skeleton issue that one was crazy yeah it was absolutely insane i think that yeah just the variety of artists y'all were able to work with too was super cool do you have anyone in mind that is like okay this is definitely someone i want to work with in the future yes oh my god i've been emailing (laughs) so Um, we've been emailing and we were like trying to work it out but um last summer i was just on spotify and spotify recommended this song called uh, Yellow Flower by Mae Powell and mm-hmm. I'd never heard of her but she's so cool and it just sounded like San Francisco to me mm-hmm. it sounded like smoking at Dolores Park when you're in high school and just chilling out listening to music like it and, it, and I knew she had to be from San Francisco because there's this line called it's so hard being so far away from Twin Peaks foggy gray mm-hmm. and I like literally have Twin Peaks tattooed on me it's, it's like yeah. these two peaks in San Francisco and I was like 
girl singing about San Francisco. Yeah. So I thought she was super cool. And that's like the only song I listened to of hers for a whole year. And then Elliot from Old Growth came up to me and was like, hey, do you know Bay Powell? And I was like, dude, I love her music. Yeah. Like, so cool. Someone else knows who she is. Yeah. And he was like, you don't know Mae Powell? <laughs> and I was like, dude, do you know Mae Powell? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, like, I've played, like, a bill with her. Um, I just was assuming because I've seen you post her stuff on your stories. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking love her. And so yeah. I start, I just went home and, like, listened to her whole, her whole album. And for the rest of the last last quarter last year I literally listened to that album like two or three times a day into the summer listened to it every single day it's still on my like playlist mm-hmm. like her whole album is so amazing it's May Powell M-A-E Powell as in Powell Library <laughs> she's like the coolest I love that album mm-hmm. and I would and I emailed her and I didn't even say that I like knew Elliot I was just like this is what we do like if you're ever interested let me know and she like hit us back and was like yeah I'm I'm down so we're just um we're just trying to like communicate and hopefully hopefully one day she'll join us that would be so awesome that's great in terms of venues do you have anything in mind like is there like a dream venue like I know that if CBGB's was around Mm -hmm. but um right now I have to say I think I don't know if it's just because it was our first venue show at a real venue but brick and mortar in san francisco where we did our first show like it feels the way that the place we used to do all our shows last year feels for me Mm -hmm. but in the bay and that might be because it's the first place we did something new um but it just has this really great energy in this great space so we're actually doing a show there december 20th um and honestly like i'm one of those people that just like loves to keep feeling Mm-hmm. Um, keep things like feeling happy with what I have but um, the chapel in San Francisco would be fucking cool the chapel is like a sick ass venue it's it's like an old chapel <laughs> it's so cool yeah. um, but also my dream is to one day have our own venue that would be so amazing that would be, that's kind of what I'm hoping to go yeah. towards the dollhouse that, I that know. is so good right? what? no because then like Every time someone's like, I'm going to listen to all shows, or like, I'm going to Dollhouse. Right. Like, they'll just know. It's like, I just think it would be so cute to have a little, like, independent venue in San Francisco called the Dollhouse, and then, like, have a sister one in, like, the Westwood. Like, that have the first venue so listed. That would cute. be so fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, we need them, because there's no, nothing. Like, nothing. Well, because, like, even as, like, students who enjoy live music, like, there's nowhere nearby to mm-hmm. really see live music. Yeah. No, everything's, like... On the east side. Yeah. Um, And that's, like... And there are amazing venues over there. Like, I love them. But it, it's just... It's such a bummer. Because there are so many people here who, like, could benefit from a venue. And because live music is not liked by the Westwood community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that would be awesome. It would just be cool to have a place where, like, our events are, like, protected by, like, noise laws and, like we can get permits and like just have everything so that all the work that people are going toward doesn't get shut down mm-hmm. i totally agree i think that that's probably one of the biggest challenges i do see with live music here because there's so many shows so many amazing things people host and then they end up having to get canceled which is not fun ever i've been there yeah <laughs> i've experienced it honestly on halloween when they came to shut us down everyone was so sad for obvious reasons mm-hmm. and i was just kind of like 
okay. <laughs> You're like, I was like, hey, we were gonna have to push through. I was like, I'm so shocked we got this far. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I didn't even. The fact that anyone played a single note surprised me. No, yeah, they were cracking down that night. Um, do you have any? So as we wrap up, do you have any recommendations of artists, either local, anything you've been listening to lately? It's funny. I genuinely just listen to my Westwood people's music like that's my whole playlist is them with like a few little mixes of sprinkles of other people um but one sec okay my uber eats came and i didn't realize oh no um oh i had my phone on do not disturb okay um, what music am I listening to? I have a playlist called Styrofoam City because Julian and I said that the difference between LA and the Bay is that LA uses styrofoam. I did not know that. The Bay doesn't have any styrofoam. Styrofoam is not allowed. That's probably um, why it's nicer. <laughs> but I I listen to a lot of oh the Secret Sisters are like my favorite band. They're a folk duo. They're two <sighs> sisters which is like they have the same voice Mm -hmm. and they harmonize in a way that it's not like a learned thing like Mm -hmm. that you can only do that in that kind of like relationship like their harmonies are crazy but i listen to a lot of lola rice Mm -hmm. big fan of her old westwood gal um katrina katrina weissman a lot of her sophia bacino lots of her may powell Haley hendrix donnie hathaway is always on my playlist i love him um, Remy Cher, Lonely When I'm Gone, and Jane from his new album. So, so good. Um, London March released a song, Doorway. That mm-hmm. was really good. Golden Glove by As You Describe. Um, and of course, the new Old Growth yes. EP. Yes, if you haven't listened already, guys, go check it out. Go follow them on Instagram. My friend spent all day with me yesterday, and then we like were with Julian later, and my friend was like, Julian, she legitimately had us listen to it three times in a row <laughs> i was like and i was like it's oh, yes. so good like i love it yeah um but yeah honestly just like listen to the westwood people they're yeah. all making very different stuff it's all really good mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i totally agree and yeah again go listen to old girl's new ep uh check out the listening dolls on instagram there's gonna be a show december 20th and there's gonna be a show today if you're not going that's fine, I guess. But at least go like the post for the show going on today, November 18th. It's going to be, it's the one-year issue, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be the celebratory one-year podcast. Ah. Getting to know them and listening to us. And I'm so excited to see where it goes. Me too. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. Any, any farewell words? Um, just, if you want to... If you're really passionate about something and you want to make something, whether that's art, music, anything, just do it. It, it feels really good to have an outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and never be afraid of how other people are going to perceive it, because art is always for yourself. That's really good. Alrighty, well, thank you everyone, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>